If we allow it, the liturgy of Good Friday eloquently conveys what words cannot. God died so we could live. As God, Jesus knew the precise moment when the sins of every human being, past, present, and future, could be wiped away, when the eternal gulf between man and God, that man created by sin, could be bridged and salvation could be achieved. It was at that moment Jesus bowed his head and surrendered his spirit. His extreme divine humility was the price he paid for humanity's extreme arrogance and ingratitude. But even that would not be enough for the Lord. In the first letter of St. Peter, chapter 3, verse 19, the apostle tells us the Lord preached to the, quote, spirits in prison, which from Jewish tradition would suggest that Christ descended into the abode of the dead. We say in the Apostles' Creed, he descended into hell to confront the demons. Divine light would penetrate the eternal darkness of evil. And in that same letter, the Apostle Peter tells us in chapter 4, verse 6, that the Lord preached to the dead, referring to those who awaited the Messiah with hope and were now liberated by the Lord of life, an event that tradition calls the harrowing of hell or the emptying of hell. We are asked to put all these mysteries of the cross before us for the rest of the day and right up to the time we gather for the Easter Vigil. We are called to consider the scandalous nature of the divine mercy that knows no limits, no restrictions, no boundaries in achieving the salvation of every human soul. But we are also to consider what is our response to this divine mercy. If we spent this day reflecting on what the Lord has done for each of us, it would be a day well spent. <clears throat>